Hello everyone and happy new year! So for today's episode, I thought it would be kind of fun to do a year review of the podcast. Maybe talk about some of the successes, uh, some of the not so great moments, and give you kind of a sneak peek of what the next year will look like and what goals I have for the podcast. Uh, Originally, I was going to do a year review after an actual year of the podcast, which would have been back in September. But honestly, I completely missed the landmark and didn't even realize that it had been over a year um, until one random moment when I was looking back and I figured since I totally missed it, I would go ahead and just wait until the new year so that way I would have this clean January to December new season. So (laughs) season one, super long. Season two will be just a year. But anyway, I would like to officially welcome you to season two. Yay! (laughs) Finally! (laughs) Looking back on season one, and honestly just creating the podcast in general, I have had such a fantastic time. I love doing this podcast. I love traveling to as many of the museums as I can. I love learning about the history and artifacts and preservation techniques. I love conducting the interviews and connecting with museum professionals. I've met so many people, and I really love sharing my passion for museums and historical places with all of you guys. So thank you for listening, for being a part of this amazing journey. I know it's super corny, but I'm a complete cornball anyways, so I really appreciate you, and it's because of you guys that I'm able to do this. And it's really great to have that encouragement of people downloading the episodes and actually hearing about the places that I'm featuring. So thank you guys. (laughs) So I wanted to go over some of the numbers from the past year and I got so excited and honestly really proud of myself for collecting all of these numbers because it just, it's been a really cool year. So Curator's Choice has, well, it had in season one, 31 regular episodes five bonus episodes. There was 3,143 individual episode downloads. We featured 26 different museums or historical places in some cases, interviewed 36 different people, featured episodes from 12 different states and territories, and featured over 57 artifacts, historic people, or fossils. Awesome. Like, it was so cool pulling up all of these numbers and looking through past episodes. It's been a pretty awesome year, plus a few months, but still. I have a couple of highlights from this past year that I really wanted to share with you guys. And the first uh, is when I saw the first review of the podcast. I was so excited and I even read it out on one of the episode introductions. But don't fear, you didn't miss out if you didn't hear that episode. I'll read it again now. So it's from Mr. Weasel is his name, and it's uh, it came around May 20th of last year. And the, the comment just says, a great idea. Ayla has hit on one of the many things museum professionals love, looking into how things are done and work at other many museums. You can skip the next AAM conference and geek out here with the remarkable variety of museums, large and small. A great idea and a very fun host. I was over the moon and I was like warm and fuzzy and giddy uh, and I shared it with everyone. 
I thought that I would get notifications from the sites that publish my podcast, but that's uh, not the case. That's not how that works. Uh, So I occasionally look up the podcast on these different platforms just to make sure that everything is uploading properly. Um, And that's how I found these different reviews. The funniest part of this story is that once I saw the review and then I shared it on an episode, I encourage listeners to do more reviews for the podcast if they were enjoying it. And that's when I got my first one star review. (laughs) So I guess be careful what you wish for, right? (laughs) Either way, getting some feedback was super exciting. And I am very proud to report that on Apple Podcast, Curator's Choice now has a 4.5 out of 5 star rating. Another huge highlight, I was doing my first three-part series at the Calvert Marine Museum. While I was interviewing there, the woman who helped me coordinate everything, she told me that I should consider applying for an upcoming exhibit interpreter position. She said I was asking really great questions and I seemed good for what the museum was looking for. So I applied and I got the job. So I have been working at the Calvert Marine Museum since May and it's been great. It's been the first time since I've actually worked in a museum and uh, it's it's been great. I get to talk about exhibits. I get to help create programs. I teach everyone. It's It's been really, really awesome and I love it. I also, while interviewing Elizabeth at the Woodrow Wilson House, she informed me that they were looking for someone to kind of be their in-between social media representative while they were looking to hire a full-time representative. So I was able to do a little bit of freelance social media work for the Woodrow Wilson House as well. So I've had a lot of really cool experiences uh, that have come from the podcast. So hey, if any museums out there want to hire someone full-time to create amazing podcast content for a museum... I know someone. All right. Another highlight. I was really proud to unveil my Patreon. That was a process and a half, Um, but I'm glad I did it. It's completed. So if anyone is interested, you can check it out on patreon.com slash curators choice. Also, a few weeks ago, I was updating my resume and on my resume, I have the podcast under there as personal projects. And I I went through and I was updating it and I had to update it from being 200 downloads to over 3000 downloads. And that was a super proud moment for me right there. Okay, now for some of the more embarrassing bits and blunders of the past year. I'm not gonna lie, there have been so many. I had no idea what I was doing when I decided to start this podcast. It stemmed from me looking for things to download that had to do with museums and artifacts. I just wanted to, to learn more, and I was about to head over to Africa with the Peace Corps, and this was a few years ago, and... I couldn't find anything, so I decided to create my own, and that's what I did when I came back to the U.S., but uh, I didn't know what I was doing, and I made so many mistakes, but through many, many hours spent researching online and a ton of support from my boyfriend, Dakota, I learned through a lot of mistakes, and I'm proud to say I think the podcast is a huge success. It's fantastic, in my now what I consider expert opinion. Uh, However, I have had some super cringy moments. For example, in September, I published a bonus episode featuring Chris Battles, who is the artist in residence at the National Museum of the Marine Corps. Chris was 
fantastic. It was a great episode. He was amazing to work with. It was super creative and cool content. I was just so excited to share it. A few weeks after we did the interview, I had the episode all ready to go. It was fully edited. I had done the website page for it. I was so proud. I published it and then I sent an email to Chris saying, hey, I got everything done. It looks amazing. Thank you so much for doing all this work with me. I'm really excited. A few hours later, I got a very kind response from him in which he told me, wow, hey, Ayla, everything looks great. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, I did want to say one thing, though. The, ed- the interview is not actually my interview. Uh, it, and it wasn't. <laughs> I don't, I have no idea what happened because I usually try to be incredibly careful keeping all my files separate and listening to each episode before I publish it. But of course, I didn't do that this time and it was so embarrassing. I actually did. The introduction was correct. It was introducing Chris and everything. And then another person who I interviewed from the Marine Corps Uh, for a different episode was in that episode and it was one that I had already published and I was absolutely mortified because it's like professionally that is pretty embarrassing moment so I I changed it as quickly as I could I was at work at the museum at the time and like basically had a little meltdown I called Dakota and I was crying and I just I was so embarrassed looking back was I completely overdramatic yes let's just say um I you know it was stressed in general and that might have been you know the straw breaking the camel's back blah you know yada yada whatever you guys I'm sure have had similar situations um but Chris is so nice about everything it's fixed it's a great episode and now it is but a painful memory um from which a very important lesson was learned and now I listen to every single one that I publish so that was an important lesson to learn Speaking of other painful memories, really quick, there was, I won't say which museum it was, but I did reach out to one museum, probably about halfway through last year, asking if they would like to be featured on my podcast. I sent them an introductory letter, you know, it's free, it's a personal project of mine, it's to encourage people to go to the museums and, and give support. And their response back was very curt, and it was kind of just, how many downloads do you have right now per episode? And I emailed them back and apparently it was not enough because the response email I got was, oh, you know, we're not really interested. Thank you, but no thank you. I was like, okay. (laughs) When I become big and popular uh, podcast, guess who's not going to be featured? Clearly, I'm still a little bitter. Um, I did think about talking about, you know, which museum was my favorite or which artifacts I love the most. But honestly, I really don't know. There are so many and each one is such a unique experience. So I figured instead of doing that, I would kind of just let the downloads do the talking. So the top episode in terms of most downloads for season one was episode 13, which was George Washington's Mount Vernon. That one has 250 downloads. And it's followed by episode 23, Historic Oakley House Museum, with 174 downloads. And then episode 28, American Civil War Museum at the Tredegar, with 119. So those were the most popular episodes per download. My plans for this upcoming year, season two, 
Obviously, I want to expand my range and visit more states. I want to try to go to as many new states as I can to try to accurately represent different regions. But I would also really love to do an international episode. So I'm aiming for that. You know, obviously, we'll see what happens with COVID. Maybe I won't be able to visit in person, but I'm going to start reaching out and just see if maybe there's some some international ones that I can do. I was planning on doing one when we went up to go to Niagara Falls and we were camping up there and I had contacted the Evil Knievel Museum on the Canada side and I was supposed to go there. We had everything ready, uh, but we couldn't get past the border. We, we drove over the border and right there at Customs, we had our vaccination cards and our tests and everything. But apparently you needed to have the um, 72 hour or was it one one of the short PCR tests and we didn't have one of those. We just had like the three day one. So we went back to go get the tests and they were like $300 a piece. So unfortunately, that Canada trip did not work, uh, maybe in the future. So we have yet to do international, but I think that would be really cool to, to do. I also want to feature one of my big goals for this year is to feature one of the Smithsonian museums. That would be pretty cool. Funny, funny story about that. So I, I had to miss the introduction of an episode a few months ago. Um, I was super sick. I had lost my voice. Uh, it was, I was so sick, but you know, I felt kind of like I was being lazy because I was just laying around on the couch half dead. I wasn't getting anything done on the podcast. So I was like, you know, as long as I'm sick and not doing anything, maybe the least of what I can do is sit down and reach out and send emails, inquiry emails to different museums and, and try to get that going for when I feel better. So I did just that, and I reached out the, for the first time to the Smithsonian, one of the Smithsonian museums, and I was, in my head, I was like, ooh, this is, this is so exciting, it's my first time reaching out, but also in my head was incredible fog brain, because I was so sick, I wasn't even fully present, and I should not have been reaching out to museums, but I did, and... A few days later, when I was finally feeling better, I went back and, and reread through some of the inquiries I sent. And you guys, you should have just read the one that I sent. I sent it to the Smithsonian, the Smithsonian National Portrait Gallery. It was terrible. It was so bad. I mean, I didn't even put the right museum in the subject letterhead. And the the text didn't make any sense. I It was like gibberish. I just so... Needless to say, um, they have not gotten back to me, and I might have to feature one of the other Smithsonian museums. I might have burned that bridge. We'll see what happens, but it was so bad, and I was telling Dakota, and he was laughing, and he was just like, I don't know why you felt the need to do this when you were so sick. It was, anyway, so National Portrait Gallery, if you ever listen to this, I apologize for that mess. I was very sick. (laughs) Anyway. I did receive word back. Um, A few weeks ago, I had sent a message to the Smithsonian National Museum of the American Indian, and they said that they were interested and they would check to see which one of their curators might be interested and to contact them again in the new year. So hopefully, I will have something like that for you guys coming up uh, sometime this year. It would be my Smithsonian one, so that would be really cool. 
Um, short term coming up for the podcast, we're going to be doing Sodderly, Historic Sodderly, which is a plantation here in Maryland. I also have the Oakwood Cemetery up in Niagara Falls, which will be coming out the first episode of next month. I have a bonus episode where I speak with Victor, who is one of the PhD candidates at my my museum, and he designed a shark exhibit, and we basically talk through what goes into designing an entire exhibit, how does it work, what is his background, what kind of lent to his expertise of creating this, and that one's going to be a great bonus episode. I'm also trying to speak with an author. She wrote a book called Dark Archives, a librarian's investigation into the science and history of books bound in human skin. So I'm going to try. And she did agree to do um, an interview with me through Zoom. She's in California. But so hopefully that will be coming up within the next few months. I also have contacted the um, Mudder Museum in Philadelphia. And I would love to do a bonus episode on the process of like preserving wet specimens. So that's something that I kind of have planned for future future episodes, and then just trying to reach out to as many new kinds of museums as I can, and honestly just try really hard to keep creating great content for you guys. Really, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for joining me and for being what makes this podcast worth it, because every time I see someone downloading an episode, even just like every single download I get excited about, even still, and I really appreciate you guys listening and going to some of these museums. I know that people are doing that now because I actually got confirmation from one of my episodes. Todd wrote to me, sent me a text and said that he had a lovely couple that came in and they said that they heard about the place on the podcast. So they figured they would incorporate it into their road trip. Totally made my day. So amazing. So people are going to these places and supporting it. And I think we're all learning some great things together. So it's been it's been fantastic. So thank you guys so much for making Curator's Choice first year a success. And I hope that you will enjoy the next coming year and that we continue to all just learn together and support museums as much as we can. Um, that pretty much wraps everything up in a good little nutshell. So uh, thank you guys so much and have a very, very happy and successful start to your new year. Bye.